0: You are now tuned in to the Dimensions of Success podcast, where we define success and we don't let success define us. Hello, everyone. If you are returning, I got the Drake give me going back to back. Welcome back. And if you're new here, let my voice just wrap its arms around you and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything on this podcast. Today's show will feature Amber Croxton, better known as Amber Charnice. Amber is a local native of my hometown, Montgomery, Alabama, where she is a wife and mom of two. Amber is also an influential content creator and business owner. She is responsible for all branding associated with this podcast, as well as my social media templates. Without further ado, let's jump right into Dimension Amber. Welcome, Amber. So glad to have you on the show tonight. How are you?
1: I am good. How about you?
0: I am good. I am multitasking. I'm sure you know a lot about it. Um, um, I got my daughter in the other room and we rolling. I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the reasons that I wanted you on the show is I know, you know, the concept centers around different dimensions of success and how we as women measure it. Um, and I've kind of watched you. And for me, and this is a compliment, your success hasn't been like a straight line. Oh, it's no. been like a <laughs> little curve, little drive-through, and then, you know, here we go. Here we are. Yes, Amber ma'am. Amber Coxton. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's been a journey that's been your own. And I feel like I've kind of watched you grow through the different phases. So I wanted to bring you on to kind of talk about that and how you navigated to where you are now. Um, I know many people don't know that you started off doing just makeup on your YouTube, but you've been on YouTube since 2012, I believe. Yeah, twenty twenty. I didn't start making Is that them. right 2016. 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you YouTube lied to me. thinking I did my research. 26. 26- <laughs> 2016. Yeah. You've yes. been on there. Okay. Started actually posting. So let's talk about that in itself. Because I want to go ahead and give you some kudos for that. Um, Thank ma'am, you. I tried YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> and that 2012 2016 will probably been me because i like spent spun my wheel so much about like just getting started i need this i need that oh i need to look cute yeah. in front of camera i need to i need to have my editing down pack i need to learn adobe it was so much i gave up i this is my platform yeah. okay <laughs> that that platform is not for everybody maybe later you know i might have some patience and those types of things but right now i have used my voice this is what i'm good at this is what to do right so apply how did you just get started let's talk about
1: that girl youtube okay so what you saw on youtube um i joined in 2012 um start watching youtube watching all the hair and beauty stuff and of course i was very intrigued by it so by this time we're still like in school kind of a little bit like high school and i would go learn the stuff that i learned off youtube go to school people be asking me like girl how'd you do this how'd you do that like girl i learned off of youtube wanted to start youtube back then but i was like everybody else too scared to do it (laughs) I can't put myself on the internet like that. No, I uh, I just can't. So I never really uh, pursued it until 2016. And it really got to the point where I was like, girl, you're going to sit here and watch everybody else's day and say what you could and what you should do, or are you just going to post a video? (laughs) 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 So I, um, I see I'm I'm a Virgo, so I like to prepare things just way too much. Yes, in the house. Me too. (laughs) all right girl <laughs> me too see see it makes sense I feel better now see right listen so all this research like oh my god I gotta, get, I gotta get the best camera I gotta get the light and all that stuff but I honestly started out um my my husband who my my boyfriend at the time he's like okay I'm gonna buy you a camera so you gotta make the videos I said okay cool so we can do that <laughs> so bought me a camera I sat down in front of our um little sliding door at our, our, our like our second apartment and I just started recording videos and I made I think the first video was like a makeup tutorial so I just I just got into it I got tired of saying what I was gonna do and what I could do It's just like you know what just do it
0: <laughs> and you did it and you've been doing it since then
1: yeah, uh, girls.
0: you recently changed your direction and went more to vlog vlog style yes Uh, youtubing what was it that made you feel it was ready to make that transition because i know i see a lot of youtubers they they find their niche or niche or however they want to say it on there okay it's it's niche in the dictionary in the dictionary but anyway um (laughs) um they find that and Then, you know, they kind of stick with that thing, like, you know, makeup by Shayla and and these different um, ones that are kind of centered towards their one thing. And Mm -hmm. then maybe after they have a following or a little bit later, a strong following or whatever they deem is that criteria for them to change. You see it go over to more of a whole like this is me. This is my whole life kind of Mm -hmm. thing. What made you feel that it was time to transition over to this different style of YouTubing?
1: Well, I would say for me, I'm not going to say because everybody's doing the same thing. Because if you look around, it, everybody's doing something. But because of, because of who you are makes it different for each person that's watching. Um, I was into makeup really, really heavy when I first. Hair, makeup, all that stuff was me growing as a person and becoming a mom and stuff. hair and makeup and that just wasn't as important as everything else was. I felt like my Ooh. lifestyle itself, Yes girl. <laughs>
0: who got who I, got time for hair with a two year old? I'm just saying <laughs> 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 who got time? Who got time? Okay. what you go? Know. I'm You're sorry, good. ma'am. Go You're
1: ahead. Girl, you good. My life itself was just changing so like the 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 content that I produce and wasn't I guess conducive to my lifestyle. I'm getting up every day, doing my hair, and makeup, and doing this and that. And the third, so I decided let's switch it up a bit and let's go with the flow of what I'm into at the time and categorize its lifestyle. So if I'm into this time, I can I can document that as well as document something going on. I don't have to you know specifically cater thing on my channel. And I actually found that people you know, when they watch uh, a channel that just does they're interested in that, but they also want to get to know the person behind the makeup, behind the hair. So I decided and pretty much just showcased a portion of my lifestyle, not everything, because you can't give it all, girl, but <laughs> a portion of my what I go through different phases. Like that just suited me more than just doing hair and makeup. Don't get me wrong, I still love my hair and makeup and all that good stuff, but it's just not it's as important was so i don't feel the need to just create that type of
0: dance i think that you've been able to make that switch very eloquently if i must say so myself i forgot that you did makeup i mean you do it (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you do it sometimes but it's not the it's not the focus anymore and it's more as you said it's more catering to you growing as a woman and trying these different things and um experiencing different things as well you're putting trips on there um you're putting things that you're doing with your kids you know you're 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 broadening your audience um and I think that it's working well for you in broadening your audience you um you welcome girl (laughs) I have no sense okay but And brought in, in your audience, you kind of tapped into an audience that uh you might not have known was so deep, which was the keto crowd.
1: Um, oh, girl!
0: <laughs> <laughs> and one of your most popular videos has um has like 424,000 views. The last time I checked, now you fact check me, but for the last time I checked, uh, your keto uh video that you talked about your journey had reached 424,000 views. How was it embracing that community? Because I know that that was something that not only is it uncomfortable talking about your weight publicly, Mm -hmm. but also talk about keto because making it like it's fun and it's not, (laughs) or at least that was my experience. You know, (laughs) making it like it's, uh, it's, 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 it's tough. It's really, really hard.
1: And, uh, always forever grateful for that keto video because i'm telling you that video really put your girl on okay <laughs> <laughs> after that oh, the, the channel just kind of went there so girl that video um i was not expecting it to do anything honestly i mean because i know people look up you know this way i know it's a really popular thing but for me it was just showing people how i did something that's I started out doing YouTube. If I could figure out how to do makeup or do my eyebrows, and I know people ask about it, why not? Be there for you know other people to learn from it, and that's been my whole thing, really like with the YouTube. So I, I, was like, well, you know what? I don't know. You know, I just, I lost weight. I feel a little sexy. So I think I should you know show other people what I did, and they can feel a little sexy too, right? So I put the the video out there, not expect it to do what it did and that video just kind of and it like I said it took my channel to another level and a whole new audience and oh my god I'm just I'm really thankful for that video because that allowed my channel to get monetized and all that stuff and I've been I've been doing really okay since need to get back to keto <laughs> so I am like glad that you know follow up my journey for that also for myself too. I, I feel like I want to get back to it, but like it is hard. And with keto, it's all that. so if you're not in the right mindset, I don't care how many try to start it, you're going to fail. <laughs> I'm trying to put myself back into the right mindset to get back to keto. Cause I don't want to just, just completely that from you know my platform. I really think that it's something that works, it helps, but it's you have to put into it just to be successful with it.
0: I agree. I definitely tried it at one point And although it worked well, I just didn't find it to be sustainable for me. Um Excellent. I I like bread every now. I like bread. Um mm-hmm. and I know there's ways that you can have bread. I know there's breads that you can make. I know, but I won't I want Texas toast bread. I want bread. Yeah. Um yeah. They, they don't have any <laughs> recipes for Texas toast so do not. Uh, they do not they do not they do not ain't no thin no carb text toast bread <laughs> so until they can come up with that i'm gonna keep eating bread um and, and counting these calories so I I, I I definitely think exactly what you said about the mindset I think that that applies to so many things, you know, you just have to have the discipline and be in the Mm -hmm. right space to be able to do those things. Just like you said, with just starting, like that was the mindset. I just need to start. But you know, your, your husband, your husband, I'm about to say husband, ain't that what you call him? (laughs) I'll be watching your show. Your (laughs) husband, not mine, yours. I'm just saying yours. Um, He bought you that camera. And, you know, that gave you the, so having the, the also like the right audience as well. Uh How mm-hmm. do you feel that you, what do you feel that your target audience is? I know people talk a lot about target audience. Do you think that's really important to a channel or a product? Or you think that it just kind of comes as your product develops over time?
1: Very important. Because now that I look at, like I go through my analytics and I try to gauge and, it, it changes so much. The algorithm changes so much. So sometimes you can be on the up and up, and then some you can find find yourself struggling trying to get back to where you were. Um. So with my target audience, it's basically women, um, girls around my age, um, who's just looking to enjoy life. Um, because of the type of of girl that I talk to, I talk to the girl the overthinker or the overachiever, the one that has to have everything right and do things in a specific order, because I feel like that was, at my point, what I was, and I just had to understand that that's not how how life works, that's not who you are, nobody can be so remote and just do things the perfect way each time, so you go through ups and downs, you go through life, you just live and you learn, and I feel like those type of women are the women that respond to on my channel that, that DM me that comments and we talk and stuff like that because here portraying to be perfect or the bad the bad girl not bad girl bad you know b-I-T-G-A. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. I know what you Trying try to be on and stuff. Being, I don't know, just being free to do what it is that you want to do without being so perfect because I was hung up on that for a long time. And I feel like those are the type of girls that follow me. Um, Even when I did the, um, I did a video about my, my, I think my postpartum hair loss, hair shedding or something like that. And I had so many girls that were going through the same exact thing. They're like, Oh my God, I'm so, I'm so happy that somebody else is going through it. I'm so glad that you were brave enough to talk about it because I felt like I was alone. And I feel like a lot of the times the, the content that I bring or things that I do, help people just like that so people that are going through something at that point in time i feel like that's who my my audience is those type of girls
0: the fall down get her uppers <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: in the house yeah. the, the ones that have to understand that it is not we want to organize we got it in a planner um probably got it on the refrigerator probably mm-hmm. got a to-do list in your phone um but at the same time, don't get none of that done. But <laughs> but the things that need to be taken care of get taken care of some kind of way. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- I think that's what you said in a nutshell. I think that's what you said. I, I, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so um, with that being your audience, your recent uh, BBL was probably another way that you related to those of us who feel like things should be one certain way mm-hmm. and don't really step out of the box to do things that they think might be uh, misconstrued, misconstrued or talked about in a negative light or You know, you can work out, um, the gym, all the, of the negative, I'm just playing devil's advocate to the Mm -hmm. things that are being said online about BBLs and such, but you decided to do that surgery and document it on your channel. So can you talk a little bit about that experience and the feedback that you've gotten from doing that surgery?
1: Oh, yes. Okay. So um, that was another video that I wasn't expecting to do what it did either. <laughs> I, like I said, I just do things about my life and I post it um, just in hopes that you're helping somebody else. Because I know right now in the society or the world that we live in, BBLs are more accessible to almost any kind of person. So... I know that it's something that people are researching because when I was thinking about doing mine, of course, I researched it. And I felt like if I posted this type of content, this could help the same type of person that that I was that was looking to get information. Um, I have gotten a lot, a lot, a lot of positive feedback about it. My whole thing was, you know, people say, well, you can just work out and get the body, get that body or get the booty and all the other stuff. Well, I worked out for a long time. I I did keto. I lost weight. I was slim and trim in all the right places. However, when I was slim and trim, I also lost my booty. (laughs) (laughs) booty. And I've always wanted a certain, I guess, curvier look with the hip situation. I've never had it before. Um, And I always wanted it. And I felt like if I did all the things that, you know, everyone says to do, like workout, eat right, and all this other stuff, I've done that. And I still haven't gotten the results that I wanted. Well, then what's wrong with further enhancing your, your your body? And I had to really understand that it's a personal choice. And, um, you know, regardless of what somebody else thinks about it or, you know, the negative aspects of it or even the positive, if it's something that you want to do and it's going to make you happy and it's not something that you're doing because you have super low self-esteem or you feel like you're going to get addicted to a cycle of doing cosmetic surgery, if it's just that one thing that you want to do that's going to make you happier, or whatever the case may be, then why not go ahead? It's not that big of a deal as long as you're not, well, of course it's a really risky surgery, but <laughs> as long as you're not going overboard or putting yourself um, at extreme risk as far as like you already having health concerns and all this other stuff, then is your body do what you want to do, go for it. But I did not expect to have um, so much pos- positivity about on my channel. Now, don't get me wrong with that. A lot of positivity comes with the negativity as well. I've had comments about going to go read my Bible, how I was going to go to hell, all kinds of stuff. Wow. <laughs> just because I decided to enhance a body part on my body. And I've also had, um, you know, comments about not being a good role model for children. Even my daughters, about me not, you know, me doing the surgery or whatever. So it's just, you get both ends of it. And I think that's with anything you put your, your, your life out there um but typically in my situation the, the positive outweighs the negative negative. and then when you have a really strong mindset and you're comfortable in your own skin not a lot of that really gets to you so it it comes kind of like oh okay that's how you feel about it block and delete I'm good <laughs> <laughs> so hey I, that it just that's what comes with it that basically when you do things like that
0: and I think that as you said, once again, that mindset, the key of this conversation is what takes you, what helps get you through those comments. Because comments can be constructive, and they can also be not constructive. It's just something that's added on. I I feel like it's a, when you add a period, a period at the end of the sentence, it's just something that goes there, but it doesn't add any value to whatever was said. So, I think that filtering what you need and getting rid of what you don't. I mean, some things, if you, if you consistently hear the same thing, then there's something to that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it's not consistently the same feedback and it's just Sally May's, uh, feeling like, uh, she's shaped like a pear and I'm shaped like an apple. I mean, <laughs> that's not constructive. That's how yeah. you feel about yourself versus how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand Um, how you're able to kind of or admire even how you're able to kind of filter through all that muddly googly googly goop there (laughs) (laughs) thank you so what um, our listeners do not know is that we are actually from the same hometown
1: yep yep. (laughs) yeah
0: which is montgomery alabama um it's biscuit town or monkey town or whatever you prefer to call it but we're gonna just stick with the uh generic montgomery alabama and say it like that montgomery alabama (laughs) and um a lot of times uh i hear this conversation about support versus non-support in montgomery about Mm -hmm. how from getting support in your businesses and whatever your endeavors are from our hometown is so hard because mm-hmm. that uh, people are only supporting the people that are majority popular
1: mm-hmm. or,
0: um, you know, really into the club scene or, you know, really uh, just out in the social eye versus the people who might have a good product, but they're not well-known people. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that that is actually a valid argument or do you think that it doesn't matter um, either way that you still get the support from home versus like you do from other cities and other places based on like your analytics? Um,
1: I feel there's, there's truth on both sides. So I do feel like where we are from <laughs> It is very is let me see. It's very likely that a popular person is going to get more outreach um, than someone who isn't as popular. Um, doesn't matter what type of product it is, doesn't matter what they're selling, it could be the same exact thing. And what we have to realize is um, that's just what comes with it, you know. Of course, if my my best friend is selling eyelashes. And the girl down the street is selling eyelashes because I know my best friend. I'm going to say, Hey, I'm going to support her. I'm going to post her stuff and everything like that. I know who she is. I want to back her. I want to help her get to the next level. Mm -hmm. And then you have the person down the street that's doing the same thing. But I think that's just human nature. That's just how people go. If If they know if they're familiar with something, people are going to gravitate towards that. So if they're familiar with the person, yes, they're going to gravitate towards it. To be honest with you, my my immediate like friends and family i know they support because they'll come back to me and say girl i saw this on the on the vlog and i'm like oh i didn't even know you watched the channel <laughs> but i think i've seen so much of my such so, so much more of my support from people that i have no clue who they are i have no face to their name i've seen so much support from people that i don't know that it. I'm not gonna. I don't want to say it doesn't really matter, but it almost doesn't really matter if someone from Montgomery supports me, just as much as those people do. Because it's I don't I don't know. Cause I've never been the the super popular person. Don't get me wrong. I know people and people know me, but I've I've never really been bent on the fact that you know someone else has succeeded over, you know, the way I succeeded. I look at it as that's your opportunity to begin your branding, to begin marketing, to go hard for yours, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie and sit around and say that I have, I've I've done that, that I've tried harder to market in my own area, specifically just because I've had so much support or I have so much support from people that I don't know. I'm not really longing to get, you know, the supporters here from where I'm from. That sounds so bad (laughs) when I say it, (laughs) but I don't, I'm not going to say that I don't need it because, of course, any interaction, any engagement, I'm, I'm grateful for it. But at this day and age, if that's not who, if they're not rocking with what's going on over here, that's okay. Because I can target another audience that, you know, I don't know. I can make impression on people that I don't know and they don't know any backgrounds or anything like that. But I've seen it. I've seen it a lot here where you have people that start hair companies. I had a hair company a long time ago, back in the day. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I went around the campuses and all this and other that, and you have other people that did the same thing. They probably, you know, even though they were successful and they got more more followers, not followers, but more support, they probably put in the work for it too. You never know what people do in the background to to get where they are. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say they're not doing what they shouldn't be doing, or you know, they're not doing enough to get it. They just know everybody is just based upon popularity. But I know for me, the majority of my 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 what you call it support has come from people that I have no clue who they are at all
0: (laughs) I think it's important to talk about that because I think that sometimes um, people can get so stuck in the argument of well I don't have support and people support people who you know just because based off of how they look and based off of this or that and Mm -hmm. honestly like you said it's not really about that Uh, something you said earlier in the interview is that, you know, people coming to your channel is going to be based off of you and whatever you bring to Mm -hmm. that platform for your channel. So it's going to be different for everyone. And that's the same thing when it comes to support. It's going to be different for every person based off of what you bring. We've got, I don't know how many hair companies in Montgomery, but Mm -hmm. I can tell you I've only bought from two. And Mm -hmm. what they brought was customer service and friendly prices the other ones didn't have that so it it was about what those it was about what those companies could offer me as a customer that spoke to me so Mm -hmm. it didn't matter if it it doesn't matter if you have the support um and it shouldn't be discouraging but for some people it is some people don't start because they're Mm -hmm. discouraged because they feel like they won't have the support in your area when you're able to show that the support that you've had has come from all over, not
1: just yeah. where you're centrally located. Exactly. Exactly. And even with my my current business that I have now, my, my graphic designing, I've had a lot of local people um, that I've worked with and I've helped them and I, and everything. But when you, people don't understand when they're so hung up on marketing to your hometown or getting support in your hometown, you're missing out on a, a whole nother market of people that that will will work with you are willing to work that want to work with you th- another thing is too where we're from the dollar sign isn't um supported let's just say you have a product that's 80 dollars, but somebody else is selling it for 40 dollars. you know pe- people look at things like that you don't look at time and effort or whatever it takes to get to that particular product right but all these other places that, that are that are interested in what you're selling, they don't care about a price tag. They don't care about anything. So I feel like when we just limit to where we are, we're really limiting the amount of money that you can make, the outreach that you can get, as opposed to going to different places across the United States. That's why I see a lot of people, they'll start doing like Facebook marketing or i um, just selling here in the hometown. They don't have a website. I'm looking like you're missing out on a whole nother market of people that are willing to pay the price of whatever you have because they're not stuck on numbers and all the other stuff. So I don't know. I just thought like it, it limits your your reach when you just want support from where you are. You got to go beyond that because you can't grow any bigger. Then you know your hometown, if that's just what you're doing, just everything that you have to do is based upon you know selling to your hometown, appealing to this hometown audience. Get out of that because a lot of times where we're from, people are like, I'm ready to get out of Montgomery and this and this and that, and third, but they're to not go to Atlanta, yeah, to go, girl, to go next door, <laughs> right next door. <laughs> <laughs> to go to Atlanta and back, but okay. okay reaching out to these other markets in these other areas. So I don't know. I just feel like when we start reaching for the stars, we don't have to worry about like, what's right here. Like, let's go a little further people.
0: <laughs> I think it's the fact that a lot of people that are there, I mean, that even we went to school with, or graduated with, or even further on, mm-hmm. you know, they have an experience outside of there. Uh all of their, you know, big experiences or life experiences or things that they uh feel passionate about are right there in Montgomery. Yeah. Because they haven't opened that scope to see anything else. So mm-hmm. it's almost like talking to somebody and you have the window, but it's closed. Yeah.
1: They, they yeah. haven't
0: seen outside the window. But since you've seen outside the window, you're able to be excited and you're like, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I gotta I got to save up in order to be able to reach the sky now. Mm-hmm. But when you're yeah. talking to people from the sky and they haven't even opened the window,
1: mm-hmm. it's Perfect. so hard to Perfect.
0: get yes. them to see that there's, there's just so much more out there, so much mm-hmm. more available to you and um opportunity is, it's just, it's just waiting uh, on the other side of the window. Mm-hmm. Just, they got to open it. Is this is uh, true. And I think that, The character you have and the mindset you have will definitely take you far. But not only that, show other people that um, not focusing so much on where we came from um, can really open a lot of doors for us as well. So I want to talk about how you said the dollar sign. um, A lot of people focus a lot on that. Um, Mm -hmm. I am one of those people who do not. Uh, (laughs) you have what i want i will pay you what you say it costs mm-hmm. that's how i that's how i operate um yes. i am also not though a very uh self sufficient person i'm self sufficient in uh let's measure it in like results like i always get the finished result of whatever mm-hmm. it is that i'm going after but if it's me that has to make the result it will not happen mm-hmm. so uh i can't do hair i don't do makeup i pay people for those things um I just told you I couldn't do YouTube. I am on a podcasting platform. (laughs) Um, I am not self-sufficient in things that Misha just, you know, I'm I'm not. You, however, ma'am, are a very self-sufficient young lady. Uh, (laughs) So, and that goes into your business that... um, it's not a new business. It actually has has been around for a little bit, but you're you're exp- you're branching off into different things with it. Um, your graphic design business, which I have had made products for myself, probably gonna make some more um, for this podcast anyway. Um, and I need to wink, wink, di- guess discount. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I'm joking.
1: No discounts. No price.
0: Okay, but um. <clears throat> In starting that business, I've seen you talk more about you being passionate about it. And that is what's making the experience so good for you. So, can you talk a little bit about that? And then I need to know how many things you actually do yourself. I know you be out here DIYing your uh, <laughs> vanities, uh, your hair, your makeup, your wigs. Uh, I cannot. Ma'am. I don't even know what all you be doing yourself. Let's just, just let's start with that. Let's start with how what all do you do yourself? Your photos, your husband, he he my husband, he be self-sufficient too. He be out here taking the pictures, um, the marketing. Um, ma'am, you know, there are marketing companies out here. Sis is not using one. She is her own, she I, doing no, her I, own marketing. <laughs> 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 um master classes. Um Stop. <laughs> yes ma'am I, I, I just want to I want you guys to realize about Miss Amber she's not just a YouTuber I'm not going to name her her segment is Amber the YouTuber it's just going to be Amber Croxton that's it just Amber Croxton because <laughs> this so- woman is very very self sufficient uh, so let's tell them what all you do ma'am and then let's tell about your graphic
1: design uh, business I appreciate that. Well, one of the things that I've done—I'm not going to say that I currently do them now because I haven't been doing anything lately. I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> um, when it's basically everything started off as, um, well, I, I've got it since I was young. So, I wanted to get my hair and my makeup done on, you know, regularly. Be cute, nails, toes, all that stuff. But back then, I didn't have a job, so that means I didn't have any money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do it myself in order to get it done, right? So um, I used to start off with doing my own makeup and on my own hair because I didn't have no money to pay anybody else to do it. And then as the time went on, I got better and better at it. So I was like, "Well, I I got the money now, but." I don't need to pay anybody to do it because I can do it myself. <laughs> so it all really started off as something that I wanted to learn to do for myself. And I ended up doing it for other people for a little while. I was doing, um, I was doing hair, <laughs> I was doing makeup, but the thing about those things is, um, not like the graphic design and stuff. I kind of fell out of love with it. When it becomes a task for me to do something for somebody else, um, I just be like, you know what, I'm gonna fall back a little bit from it. So I stopped doing the hair and the makeup because, as much as I love to do it for myself, I didn't necessarily like, like to do it for other people, and I kind of talked my th- myself out of things because. Going back to the little Virgo thing, I feel like everything has to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, then I'm like, OK, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> when in actuality, all it just takes is more work, more practice and stay into it. But it also just became more of a, like I said, a task instead of me actually enjoying it. So I stopped doing those things. But now I just try to you know, be, like you said, as self-sufficient as I can, try to do as many things that I can because I like things there in a certain, a certain way. Oh, this sounds really bad. <laughs> I,
0: done a certain way,
1: so. Speak your truth, ma'am. <laughs> so I, I, you know, when, when babe is not available, I pull out my tripod. I take my own pictures for myself. I do my intro, my own outros for YouTube. I pitch myself to brands. Um, I do my own ads and stuff on and marketing on Instagram. I do my own flyers for um, my graphic design, which is designed by a, um, I do like, I created my own website. I've pretty much done everything It just based off of, I either want it done a certain way or at the time I'm just not willing to pay for something. And then when I'm willing to pay for something, I want, I want all in, like you said, if that's what I want. I'm not going to bargain on your prices. That's what you're worth. I believe you're worth it. So that's what I'm going to do. But at this point, I feel like because I, I've taught myself how to do it, why waste the skills? Like, just go ahead and just do it yourself. <laughs> so that's where that comes from. But with the graphic design, that, I've, that's that been something that I wanted to do for a long time. Um, like years back, even when I initially started doing my hair, my hair business, that was like back in what, 20... Like maybe 2017, 2018. Um, I really became interested in it after I did my, you know, my website and all that stuff. And I figured, like, if I could make branding pretty, make it interesting for other people to to want to invest into a product just based on the way it looks, that's interesting. I want to be able to contribute to that. But I've always slept on the idea. I never really took action or did anything. And I think, what last year, maybe, I decided to start doing... Uh, I made an intro, an outro for myself for YouTube after I had been paying. I used to pay to have people do mine. And I was like, you know what? I think I may be able to do it. So I decided to play with it a little bit. I posted it to my Facebook, and everybody was like, I want one. I was like, oh, y'all did. <laughs> Started from there, and then it went to logos, and then it went to... Um, business cards and all kind of stuff. I stopped for a while because I had to had to give birth. <laughs> <laughs> birth, you know. And I kind of picked it back up a little bit earlier this year. And what what really helped me or really got me back into the spirit of doing it is I was able to create uh, an intro for two of one of my two of my favorite YouTubers, and they really really loved it. They believed in it. They felt like it was you know. My my thing is, it's feeling like something is good enough, even though it's good for other people or other people like it. In my mind, I'm always like, well, I can make it better or I can do something better. So I'm always, you know, trying to figure out how to do something better instead of living in the moment, understanding that what I do is actually, it's actually good enough. Like, you know, it's it's cool. So um, I really got, I guess, a, a big confidence booster when I was able to send it over to them and they began using the product. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and let's do it. Let's put it out there. And ever since then, graphic design by A has been just doing what she's been doing, honey. She's been doing very well. I'm so proud of her, my little baby. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been really into to the graphic design. I just love making visual, visual stuff pretty. <laughs> this is what. I- <laughs>
0: Well, ma'am, I admire you. I am also very interested in the graphic design field and maybe something I may want to do later, but right now I'm going to keep paying you. Um, (laughs) So I'll let you know for collaboration efforts later on down the line. Um, Till then. Yeah, I'm going to keep paying you and uh, people like you um, (laughs) to help me out because I don't have the time. Um, I think that's, I think that is something um, that you probably can speak to as well. I had to learn how to, and as bad as it may sound, um, I I had to learn how to pay (laughs) to play. Um, So many times I've tried to learn this software, learn that software, YouTube university, um, research it to death. um, And, All of it comes down to just not having the time. And I don't think that's something that's talked about as much because I feel like from everything that... Not from everything, but a lot of sources that are out there on social media are like when you get ready to, you know, to be successful, you gotta have a morning routine and mm-hmm. you got to have you got to get up. You got you can't work for nobody else, and not work for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you got to, you know, if you want to do this or that and make the profit, you have to learn how to do it your own. And I think that all of the that consumption because we're we're as as humans we're naturally naturally consumers Mm -hmm. um we take that into thinking like we have to do every single thing ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's just not feasible for uh, i remember trying to um learn the adobe photoshop is i think i'm saying it right pro the 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 Mm -hmm. editing software um at the same time i moved my mom my mom lives with me and takes care of my daughter while i work so i was trying to also make a menu for her of what to feed her while i'm at work mm-hmm. because i don't want her eating um and noodles and whatever that's not what mom would feed mom would feed her peanut butter and jelly like she fed us <laughs> however um i'm trying to get her like started early in like experiencing other foods and you know at all of that good stuff, so I want her to eat like different things, you know. Get on the health and wellness thing early, and not mm-hmm. be, you know, like me and learned it later in life. Um, uh, as well as work, I'm a teacher, so I have lesson plans, um, the plans and the vision because you can't start anything without a script. I don't think people know that either. Like, you got to know what you're gonna say, how you're gonna say it, what you're gonna, um, uh, mm-hmm. so that. Um, managing the household, managing... If you're a homeowner, you still got to maintain that house that you bought. Um, mm-hmm. Cut your own grass and all this, that stuff. So, you know, you got husband do that. Um, <laughs> divorce. I got to cut my own grass now. Um, I cut my grass uh, as well as your own personal hygiene space. Lord, if you got children, you got to entertain them as well okay so now in between all of that when am i going to uh steve jobs or whoever uh make Mm -hmm. this routine when am i supposed to sleep when am i supposed to sleep um so i i started managing my i'm gonna call it managing my resources (laughs) i started Mm -hmm. paying people who have the time and that's what they do to do some of those things for me so I can free up my time to be able to actually focus on the content of whatever it is that I'm trying to present. Because I took so much time away, like you said, doing the Virgo thing, feeling like I needed to just learn everything, know everything. When I honestly did not have the support or the time in order to be able to do those things. I have my mom, but my mom is not, um, she she watches my child while I work, but at the same time, that's my child. So right. there's times where she needs a break as well. So I can't mm-hmm. expect her to always um, you know, be available whenever I need her to be available because I'm trying to work on something. Now she's very supportive in that aspect, but she needs a break too. Uh that's just right. like parents need breaks. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes your husband probably might need a break. Sometimes you need a break. Y'all switch off, right? Mm-hmm. But um, that dynamic my mom is not my spouse so i have to also look out for you know her mental health as well and that includes breaks and so all these other things that i want to do outside of that i gotta find time on my time because that's what i want to do she that's that's not what she wants to do so um i just wanted to really talk about that just do you have those issues as well with um just finding the time are you also like outsourcing some things i know i know you're the queen of resourcefulness so you're doing (laughs) but uh, was there a time where you found yourself kind of reaching out for help in other areas in order to take some of the load off of you
1: we are literally in that time right now (laughs) so i am currently seeking um at least to at least for my youtube a youtube manager somebody that can help that can pitch these brands for me give me the deals and everything uh, what a lot of people don't know um up until i think what, what is it like maybe january or february this year i have been working two jobs so i would go to my day job uh, which is eight to five i would speed home and I would clock in from 6 to 10. And I would do that literally, was that like, yeah, like Monday, I think I was off on like maybe like a Tuesday or Wednesday. So I would do that like five days a week because I still had to work on the weekends. And I would basically go to work, come take my break in the car on my way home and clock back into work. <clears throat> Not only did I have to do that, but i was pregnant at the time (laughs) and then i also had to help my baby with homework i had to cook i had to bathe her get her ready for school the next day had to you know when babe gets home you still got to be wifey and all this other stuff so i i had my plate full um god blessed me enough to be able to replace that that income from that job with you know solely doing my youtube so i was able to finally let that go But, of course, me being me, I decided to pick something else up, which was the graphic design. (laughs) um, I am in the midst of um, kind of like training my husband. (laughs) I'm kind of training him to kind of help me out with the graphic design as far as like the intros and outros and stuff. He's actually been very eager to learn about it, too. So he can actually help me and take some of the load off of me. So I'm, um, you know, trying to show him how to do that. And I'm just such, I'm so picky. Oh, my goodness. So I'm trying to really, you know, teach him how how it should be done. But I'm also looking to outsource as far as, you know, a brand manager, somebody that can help run my Instagram account for me to help, you know, monitor my emails. Like I said, pitch to brands, because even when you think about it, I'm coming. I mean, I, I do still work a full-time job. I come home. I still have to be mom. But I have still have to be wife. But I'm also brand manager to my YouTube, to my my business, my graphic design. I still have to do, do the, the, the marketing for it. I'm marketing manager for that. So I'm literally either on my phone all day trying to do that or I'm in the kitchen or I'm bathing the kids or I'm at work. So it's been really hard to find a time. And I'm literally learning like in the past three weeks that I am not as much as I want to be. I am not superwoman. I need help. <laughs> <And> or- <laughs> To, to do and go to the places that I want to go, I'm going to need some help because I can't do it all. I can't continue to stay up at like two or three o'clock in the morning trying to get things done when I got to be up in a few hours. So it's hard because um, you have to, even though you're you're looking for the help, you have to find the right help. Um, So that's that's a thing in itself is finding the right help, reaching out to the right people. And of course, you got to pay those people too. So you got to be willing to, to, to do that. So it's it's time is definitely not the friendliest, but um, slowly but surely I'm learning how to cope with it and and create a schedule that actually works for me. But yes, I am looking right now to outsource a lot of things. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put
0: up the sos sign i had to do it Uh, i had to do it you have to just put up the sign it's like a help wanted (laughs) um i need i need help and 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 admitting that it takes a lot of transparency because like you said like you want the the right help and you don't want you know people that are not going to give you the quality because of course we're concerned with the quality not the quantity so Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to see. I need to see that it's gonna be what it would have been if I would have actually did it myself. There you go. Um, and not all the time is that easy to find. Just like you said, I definitely agree. I I've dealt with that as well. Um, and I just stopped staying up till four in the morning. Praise wow. God. Uh, oh. and it's because I start paying people. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I highly advise pay some people pay some people yeah. pay some people yeah. say people. i just stopped eating out i mean I, I i don't eat out anyway but i just cut it down to like my little tropical smoothie um smoothie oh, run i just cut that and um a couple other things like i don't know why in the world i was paying for on on and don't use it cut oh, that my- uh yes um just look at those places where i was like why am i spending money on this stars i don't watch anything but power and Mm -hmm. canaan uh the canaan show that came back on there and they offered it to me for three dollars i still cut it um Mm -hmm. because i don't need to be watching tv anyway um I just start cutting things that I felt like, you know, that I could stand to lose. And all of them I didn't want to lose, you know. Um, some of my subscriptions and stuff like that. YouTube premium had to go. Um, gotta watch them ads now. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that's how I listen, I, I I definitely can relate and I think a lot of um the listeners will be able to hear a perspective from two women that are successful in their own rights that, that are saying that you just can't do it all. You just can't.
1: you do going to drive yourself crazy doing that because I'm crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. It works for me, but, you know, because I'm a special type. I, I said I'm crinde, a creme de la creme in my <laughs> intro. But um, <laughs> it's not for everybody. And, it, you know, not. sometimes it's... um. Recently, I had to take a step back for, from everything and take like a mental health break yes. because I was just drained from all it from work, from being a mom, from being a provider, from being a teacher, from being people's ev- people's confidant, from mm-hmm. be- just all the roles in my life, they were just crashing in. Yeah. And I just had to take a step back. I, I'm off work right now. Okay. Um, I had like two weeks off. So it was you a bit, yeah, I wasn't playing. I, I went in on one day. I was like, I'm taking the rest of the week. <laughs> Respectfully. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so, um, yeah, I had to take a step back. I'm, I'm still doing this, um, but I have the, my interviews are one a day on the days I have (laughs) on the days (laughs) I have schedule scheduling set aside for. Um Mm -hmm. outside of that, and I'm passionate about this, so this doesn't feel like work for me. Yeah. But very important. Outside of that, I just had to take a step back and say, okay, what is it that Misha needs to let go? Because if I keep holding on to everything, I ain't gonna make it. The the boat's gonna sink. And is nothing's going to prosper because I'm not able to prosper myself.
1: There you go. Yes, that's very important.
0: I have to ask you the golden ticket question to this show that I ask everyone, which (laughs) is, what do you feel makes Amber successful? What makes you feel successful?
1: Um... What makes Amber feel successful? I would say my ambition, my drive, because no matter what it is, if there's something that's out there that Amber wants to do, she's going to do it. And she's going to find a way to do it. Um, She will find a way out of no way. I will get it together and figure out exactly how to get there. And when I when I achieve even the smallest goals for me, it just lets me know if you're able to accomplish this, then to just imagine what else you could do. Um, So I feel like I'm at that point now where I'm not going to say almost to my goal or to my finish line, but I feel like I'm so close within mindset. And like i said like we've revisited plenty of times once you're in the mindset of what it is that you need to do and where you want to go you'll get there you will you will definitely get there it may not be the straightest path but you're going to get there and i feel like as long as i have that mindset that ambition um whatever i touch will eventually come to life whatever i want will eventually manifest itself um because it's had it's done so so many times in my life um so i'm just I think that's what makes me successful. If you don't have to drive, then um, you don't have a vision for it. And you can't, if you don't see a vision, then there's no goals. So, I think that's, that, that, that does it for me.
0: Well, thank you so much, Amber, for being on the show tonight. I feel like you dropped some gems. We had some fun and it was definitely great having you on. Can't wait to see what else that you have in store.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I just want to say to you, I'm so proud of you. This is amazing having your own podcast just off of your interviewing skills and questions. I just know that you're going to be so successful at this. Keep at it. And like you said, this is a passion for you, something that you love. So stick to it because you can go so very far. So congratulations. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. More of Miss
0: Croxton. You can find her on Instagram at Amber Sharnice. YouTube at Amber Sharnice. Hashtag by A for her graphic design business. And her graphic design website will also be in the description. Also hashtag Amber Sharnice. Thanks for listening. That wraps up today's show. But before I let you go, I got to hit you with our word of the week. Expedient spelled E-X-P-E-D-I-E-N-T, which means suitable for bringing about a desired result under the circumstances. Amber's expedient drive has blessed her in her endeavors and her future activities. I hope that you enjoyed listening to today's show. Until next time, y'all.